0: Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I have a great conversation for you and whether you are a business owner or not you are going to get so much out of this episode. We talk about the struggles it is to, you know, be a mom and work with your partner, even if you don't work with your partner. Like just coexisting with your partner sometimes can be a struggle, right? You guys just have different personalities and just this episode is so, so good. Let me give you a quick background on my guest today. Her name is Holly McKinnon, and she is a mother of two. She's a serial entrepreneur, cookbook author, podcaster, and obsessed with real health. So Holly strives to expose corrupt industries in the consumer package space in hopes sharing knowledge with people will change the way our stores look for her children and future generations. That all started with Small Seed Bar, the business Holly and her husband started together, and when they realize there was no vegan, gluten-free, filling, nutrient-dense protein bars that didn't taste like cardboard, she started making them in her kitchen. Small Seed Bar is here to provide people with a healthy bar that tastes as good as it makes you feel with zero compromises, just convenience. And just a great conversation. I have purchased uh, small seed bars. I did a variety pack. My favorite was the peanut butter and the cookie dough because I love chocolate. I love peanut butter. So those were my go-to. Ooh, I also ordered the lemon i believe the lemon poppy seed that was really good too i would eat one of these bars like after my workout and or after lunch i would take one of these bars and i would dip it in my coffee oh my gosh such a sweet like not over sweet treat after lunch. If you're like me, I like to have something sweet after dinner, after lunch, and these helped me curb my sweet tooth. So I would definitely check her out. We have a code for you for listeners, uh, 15% off. I will leave all that information in the show notes. And you, she offers free shipping that's like unheard of. So if you are interested in trying her bars, stay tuned and you won't be disappointed. Okay, you guys, Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I have Holly here from Small Seed Bar. Welcome to the show, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we could finally make it work with our schedules. Uh, Totally. We were just talking before um, I hit record and we both have two small kids. Yours are one and four, you said, right? Correct. Correct one and four, mine are five and three. And I just, I'm interested. I want to hear your backstory, but also I'm going to be asking you how you get everything done with your kids around you (laughs) full-time. That's, that's (laughs) tough.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and we actually started this business, like almost right when I, so we started small seed in San Diego it was really like a happenstance business where my husband and I were super busy. We're both working for other startups at, at the time I was working like two jobs and they were both startup companies. And, um, we were just so busy. We went vegan and gluten free and I got my health coach certification around the same time. And I was like, we need to just like completely get rid of everything in our house. Like we need to start over. We are eating like trash. Like, (laughs) and so at the time I started making these bars, um, that was probably three months, no, like three or four months before I then found out I was pregnant with my daughter. So I was like sick. I quit my jobs. Like I was, I started doing this like full time and my husband, or like my husband was supporting us. And obviously small seed was not making any money at the time. Um, still not really making, money. <laughs> you know, like, you know, how startup is. Um, but Yeah. So we found out we were pregnant and I was like, so this is kind of just always been how it is. Like I've just always had a child around the whole time I've been doing business. I don't suggest it at all. I think it's the most difficult thing ever. If I could have probably chosen a different time, that would have been great. But I feel like God, everything happens for a reason. And it's also like the biggest part of my motivation to make everything work and always like, you know, stay up at night if I need to, or anything I need to do, like my kids, I'm like, I need to do it for them. Like, this cannot fail. like this has to work. We have to figure it out no matter like how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is. Like we just have to do it. And I feel like with them, that's just like another push. But thankfully, like I said, my husband and I are in this business together. So we really try to fix our schedules around, um, just like being able to give each other time to do yeah, that, right I think, think that's you. so
0: important. Is like giving each other time to like go do whatever we want to do. You know,
1: <laughs> no, definitely that makes such a difference. It's like okay, like you're gonna batch out a bunch of content today, and I'm like, make sure you know, like on Tuesday you're gonna batch out a bunch of content. Make sure you have things like lined up and planned so that your two hours that we have or whatever are like super efficient, and you can just be extremely productive rather than like, hmm, what am I gonna talk about? Like being there for an hour trying to figure out, you know, like what, what content I want to make or things like that. So it's, it's a lot of planning. Um, but we're also in like kind of a unique position and I'm not sure how your business is. Do you make all of your
0: product? We do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I know like a lot of companies typically use, uh, a manufacturer who makes their products. And that definitely makes like your time much, you have much more time. When that right. But for us, and obviously, as you know, as well, that's not the case for us. And my husband makes all of our products. So when oh we get gosh. busier, like on, you know, everything is, everything is like a yin and yang. So when we get busier and we're selling more bars, like that's also taking away time for me to do like my marketing stuff or outreach and different things like that. And so, it's a constant, it's a constant like up and down of just trying to figure out time. But
0: so you started this four years ago about, right? So
1: yeah, about like technically five years ago because we started at the farmer's markets and then we really changed kind of our business model when we moved to Raleigh, which was
0: now four years ago. Jeez. Oh, okay. So what kind of startup, like, what is your background and how were you, what type of startups were you working for?
1: So I was in college and, um, I went to the university of, well, I went to two schools, but I was at the university of San Diego. And I think my class was like some type of like Guinea pig program for working with startups in school. Okay. And so, um, I really got my interest there, like working with startups. I my first job was with a startup. It was a a women's athletic clothing company. She basically made like uh she was like a triathlete. So she made triathlon clothes that were flattering for women and comfortable. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And so that was like my first introduction. And then after that I worked with a dating startup that was like basically a do good dating startup you met through like different volunteering events and different things like that so you really have like your passions lined up um and then I worked for like a beauty company where she essentially like my job was to find people which I like you see me like I had known nothing about makeup I'm like (laughs) Still, put makeup on with my fingers. I'm like nothing like that. But my job was <laughs> to find like makeup artists, basically, and people would book us and for like events, weddings, certain things like that. And then we would send out the makeup artists to do those events, and we basically like were the middleman to, you know, like get everything together. So okay. I was working for the dating startup and working for the beauty company at the same time. And then during that time, is like I said, I finished I um finished my health coach certification. And I was like, I think I want to open up a restaurant. Like, I think that's what I want to do. So I started writing a whole business plan, like literally a like hundred page business oh, plan. Geez. Like I was dead ass set on doing like this, this restaurant. Like I was like, that's what I want to do. My husband wasn't, was in, was in uh, food at the time. So I was like, you know, it's
0: perfect. You're going to help
1: me. Like run up this whole business plan, which still just like, sits, you know, in my Google docs. And, and isn't it crazy to, to it.
0: think about how much time you spent on that? Cause I've done things like this before.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, like Lord, so much time, but I will say with that, it taught me like a lot of things that I needed to know and needed to be prepared for to actually start small seeds. So I feel like I came into it with like a little bit of a better understanding, but I am like so passionate about startups. I think that every person should, every person should, if you're interested in business, you should work for a startup at some point, like it's just such a great learning experience and you're valued there. Like you're yeah. actually valued versus like you go work at Google, like you're an intern there, like you're not valued. You're running, you're literally like, you know, you're like an errand boy versus at a startup when you're like one of five people on the team. And like, everybody's like, I don't know how to run like a Google ad. Do you know how to do it? I'm like, no, like let's all give it a try. Like, because everybody, you know what I mean? Like you're just as valuable as the person who started the company. Yeah. You're nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. Like nobody knows what's going on. Like you're all just throwing your hat and like, okay, like, let's see if this works. Let's see if that works. And then like, it's also like just such a, I'll call it like an ego boost. Right. When like your idea works, and you're like, yeah. yes, I can directly see like something I did actually made this company better. And yeah. so, yeah, that was where like, we really found, and my husband started basically, he worked for a meal prep company. They were like the largest paleo meal prep company in the nation. Um, and he literally worked like, he got his job. I think he was like white, literally like wiping down bags or something like the bag that they put the meals in, like nothing, like a nothing. Yeah. But worked his way up. He was literally like number two next to the. He was the COO by the time he left. So,
0: oh my he gosh,
1: had brought on like a ton of stuff in those five years that he worked there. Um, and he's definitely been like our operations. Like this would not be as successful as it is if like it was not for him. Because I'm like a visionary, and my mind is like always very like in, in my yeah. own world and like in this space of like non-reality. And he's like, okay, let's like come back down to earth. Like, yeah. this is really what's going on. This is what we need to do. So we're good. We're a good balance as far as like that
0: goes, but that's so fun. He, so now does he do it full-time as well? Or does he have
1: another job? Yes. So he does it full-time as well. So when we moved to Raleigh, um, we both went full-time on it
0: oh and that was in
1: 2018. So
0: Okay. Okay. So talk about this idea. So you thought you were going to open up a restaurant. How did that kind of turn into starting small seed and what did the beginning stages look like for you guys?
1: So I was still writing the business plan when small Seed started. Okay. Um, like I said, we were just so busy and we had gone vegan and gluten-free at the same time, like around the same time. And, um, the bars that we used to eat, we couldn't eat anymore. Cause they really didn't fit into those parameters anymore. And so I just started making them at home. Cause like we were legitimately not eating all day long. Like we would only come home and eat dinner. And sometimes my husband was working like all like until literally like, like whatever one, two in the morning. So he legitimately wouldn't eat all day. And so I started making these bars and i literally just like put them in Ziploc bags, like send him to work. Like I would bring them to work with me. And we started sharing them with coworkers. Meanwhile, I'm still writing the business plan. Like, I'm still like, my mind is set on this. (laughs) Like I'm there. Like I'm already there. Like my, that's my, that's my life right there. Yeah. And, um, our like coworkers and friends were like, wait, these are like really good. You guys should sell these or have you thought about selling them or like, can I buy some? And I'm like, what? Like, this is so interesting. You want to buy like my cook, like basically they're like cookies, right? I'm, like, you want to buy my cookies? Like that's just so <laughs> odd. Right.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but they were so filling and like, so nutrient dense and so good that there was really nothing on the market like that. I mean, most of the bars you see out there, especially protein bars are absolute trash. Like the ingredients are filled with inflammatory ingredients or made of isolates. Like they have so much sugar in them and they're typically using like, you know, even when you send your bars to manufacturers, they all get like that same like texture to them. So these were really more like of a cookie texture rather than like that plasticky, like bar texture. Um, and so, yeah, like we, I was like, okay, like, sure. Like talking to my husband about it. Like people want to buy these, this is like crazy. Right. And it kind of like snowballed into, well, maybe we'll do farmer's markets. And so we got into, we got married, came back, got into our first farmer's market and just like started picking up in popularity after our first one. I think I was in like five by the end, by like the time we ended up leaving San Diego. So I was basically doing it full-time when I wasn't at the farmer's markets. I was like making the bars. I was like trying to do marketing. And then a couple months into that, I, we got our first wholesale account. And so once we got our first wholesale account, I was like, okay, the the restaurant's done. Like I'm not doing the restaurant that's going to go like on pause and we're really going to focus on this because that was when i really realized like it could be more than just a, a farmers market brand like an actual store wanted to carry it. Well, it was a gym, but I'm like an actual like place wanted yeah. to carry us. And so that was like a really big deal for me because i never thought that small seed was going to be that.
0: But okay, so you got into a gym and that that's when you realized like okay, this is going somewhere.
1: Yes, that was when i was like, "Okay, this could actually be a viable business like beyond farmers markets." Okay. So
0: So how did you come up with the recipe? Did you, cause right now you have like a bunch of different flavors. Did you only have one different flavor in the beginning? And how did you come up with the ingredients that you would use?
1: So, yeah, our first bar was our, is I mean, we don't really have it anymore, but it was our brownie bar, which is now like a variation of our chocolate fudge bar. Um, and that was, I really just, I have like always dabbled in the kitchen. Like my dad's a chef. My mom always bakes growing up she always was baking growing up. And so I would just like always throw things together. And because we had gone vegan and gluten-free, I was getting like really into trying different things in the kitchen to see what worked, to see what tastes good, like different things like that. So it was literally like throwing nuts and seeds together and like adding protein to it at the time. And I was like, these came out. I think that we actually used to bake them. So I like baked them in the oven. Now they're not, they're raw, but I baked them and I was like, Hey, these are actually really good. And after eating them, like, they actually fill me up too. So that was like sustainable, sustainable energy. You know, there's like no right. crash. I feel like I could eat it for breakfast and like last until like later in the afternoon before I felt like I was hungry again so it was really just testing different things but the brownie recipe was the first recipe and after we didn't have any more flavors until we decided we were going to go into farmer's markets and I'm like I should probably have more than one flavor so that was when we did we had brownie peanut butter cookie dough and we don't have this flavor anymore but it was called maple nut
0: Mm. oh that sounds good So, how would you describe? So, people that have not had your small seed bar, how would you describe the taste to them? Oh, they're,
1: I mean, so they're really just like, I feel like they're like a cookie, like they're like a delicious protein cookie. And we really try to use super simple ingredients. Like we don't use any artificial flavors or preservatives and even anything that we have like extracts or anything like that. Like I don't believe in using anything with alcohol extract or glycerin extract. Like I want it to be super pure. Like what you read on the label is actually every single thing that you taste in there. There's no protein taste. We have sourced our protein, like very particular to have no like chalky protein taste to it. Mm -hmm. So I think when people first thing they're going to try a protein bar. They already have this idea of protein bars they've tried in the past that are absolute trash. And they're like, "Mm, protein bars aren't really for me. (laughs) I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Just give it a try. Like you have to try it. Right. Like, and they're like, Oh shit, these are good. These are really good. Like this doesn't taste like a protein bar for a little while. We actually changed like what we were called. I'm like, we're a snack bar. We're not a protein bar. And then my husband's like, no, like, we're a protein bar. I'm like, people hate protein bars. <laughs> like, we need to call ourselves something different. It's so hard for me. Like, cause I would do demos and stuff like that in grocery stores. And like, I would be like, Oh, you want to try our protein bar or whatever? And people are like, mm, no, like I'm like, I'm yeah. like, try our snack bar, that, people <laughs> like snack bars, right? Like <laughs> you Isn't like it- granola bars, like literally trying to do anything that like people might like, I'm like granola bar. You like that? <laughs> like a breakfast
0: bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't it so funny? You meet people like just at these like demos and when you're like setting up or kids come up to your table and like take your product and they don't like People don't realize like that costs money to hand out like samples and everything. And I didn't realize it until like I was offering, you know, samples and stuff like that. But those things like cost money or people are just like, oh, they'll take two or three and they don't buy anything from you. And they're like, it's oh really God. good. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Well,
1: thank you for eating all my samples. But do you want right. to buy like one thing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> honestly doing the farmer's markets because I sampled at the farmer's markets and then like in stores as well and, like there's no more humbling experience than like when oh, people totally. just absolute like I feel like our bars right now they've had so many orations over the years like they are we used to use maple syrup too so we've recently in the past couple months like switched to a whole new recipe where we mm. use agave rather than maple and I feel like it's completely changed the texture of our bars but like back in the day people used to just like some people are just so like they don't realize you're human. You're like, right? This is like my baby. Like, fine. You don't like it, whatever. Screw you. I don't like you either. Like, <laughs> right? Like, but my best thing is always like when kids come up and they're like, "This is so good," and I'm like, "Yes." If you win yes. over a kid, you know, like your your product's good. Like, you know, you're doing good when the kids like it. Because I'm like, they will be the most truthful. Like nobody will hurt you and stab you like a child's truth. Like, oh my gosh. And you're just like, yes,
0: but also no one can hype you up like a child. <laughs> that is, that is so true. And then you, you feel good. Like when people share like their story of like their kids eating muesli and stuff like that, I'm like, see, it's for the whole family. when you can find something that is actually good for you, nutrient dense, it's like, and the kids like it. It feels, it feels so, so good. And I'm sure you feel the same way.
1: Oh, for sure. I love seeing like, I just love seeing how, like, you know, getting, I'm sure you get the same thing, like people writing to and telling you like how, like literally it's changed. I mean, not like their life, but it's like changed the way that they eat or changed the way they feel, or like, they've never been able to find a product that makes them feel this good. Like, especially protein bars, because like I said, most protein bars just are not good. And people have like tried every protein bar on the market, right? They're like, I've probably tried every bar on the market. And like, they all hurt my stomach. They upset my stomach, yes. gas, whatever it is. And they're like, loading. I like your bars are so good. They're the first bars I've ever found that don't hurt my stomach. And I'm like, that's what, like, that's why we made these, like being able to help people and also hit your nutrition goals and hit your fitness goals and just like your overall life goals. Cause we get so busy in life and it's like, I know that they're nutrient dense. I know they're good. The kids eat them. The parents eat them. Like, and you feel good about it. Right. Like and a big part of small seed is we really just want to educate people, not just on, not just on protein bars, right. Not just on our product, but like on your overall lifestyle and health. And so I feel like it's really given us a platform to be able to do that. Cause I want, you know, for me, I really, we, we know everything that we put in our body in my family. And that's just been super important to us. And I'm like, if I can educate more people to do the same yeah. and you can realize how good you feel when you nourish yourself with nutrient dense, real food ingredients. And you've never realized like all of these symptoms or the way that you felt was because of things you were putting in your body. And now you find something that's good and you put something good in your body and you're like, wow, this is how i been supposed to, like, this is how I was supposed to feel all along. This is how my stomach was supposed to feel. Like
0: I was supposed to go poop every day, right? Like some people don't even <laughs> oh, poop every day. I, like, what? Right. There's an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. so it's just like,
1: it's, it makes me, and I'm sure you feel the same way, exactly what you're just saying. Like, it just makes me so happy. Like, and we're still a small business. It's still just my husband and I. So every single time we get any type of little comment, I'm just like, oh, I love you. Like, I want to hug you. Like <laughs> I saw you in person, I'll really give you a hug because I love you so much. Like you have no idea how much something so small to them may make like my entire day, you right. know, like our entire day.
0: And you know how much work goes into it. There's so many little things that people don't see. They don't see, you know, your kids running around and you're trying to make the product. They don't see the money that you spent on something you think was going to be beneficial for your business. And then realize like, oh crap, that was a waste of money and a waste of time. They don't see, you know, like there's so many things. So then when you have somebody compliment, you're you like, oh my gosh, you're like, Thank you because so much goes into this business and you guys are all in, you guys are both doing it together. I think that that's huge. I want to go back to, um, I, I love your Instagram. Uh, it's just small seed bar, right? Correct. Okay. I'm like always on it or whatever, but i I've, sometimes I forget the exact handle, but, um, if you follow, I'll leave it in the show notes too. If you follow Holly at the small seed bar, you educate your followers so much and i think that is so awesome and you talk a lot about um you know natural flavorings and ingredients can you talk about what types of things are hidden behind natural flavorings and why, when people look at it, you're like, Oh, it's natural flavoring. You know, this is probably good for me. Can you explain what types of things are kind of like in there? And why natural flavors are, aren't the best.
1: Oh, so, it's, so the FDA loosely regulates the word natural for anything. If you ever the word natural for anything, natural peanut butter, natural flavor, natural this, like whatever that is very loosely regulated by the FDA. They don't write, like they basically don't regulate it. Right. Like I could write natural in front of anything. So the word natural flavoring people realized over time that, um, artificial flavoring is getting like this bad rep. So they started doing natural flavoring, but natural flavoring is essentially the same thing as artificial flavoring, except a percentage of it has to come from something natural. So from herbs, plants, animal products, which if you're vegan, this is often where animal products are hidden in Mm -hmm. food that is not vegan certified, often in the natural flavors, which they don't disclose. It only has to be like 15 to 20% made of natural things. And everything else is preservatives, emulsifiers, solvents, like absolute just ingredients that that you wouldn't want, right? Ingredients Mm -hmm. that you would think would be in artificial flavors, which is what it is. So there's up to like, 30,000 different things that they could have in a natural flavor, and they don't have to disclose that. They could, as long as, as long as there's an essence of strawberry, they could call it strawberry natural flavoring. And it could be one, it could be 5% strawberry and everything else is inflammatory preservatives, artificial, artificial ingredients, basically. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm choosing a better option because this has natural flavor in it. It doesn't have artificial flavor in it, but they're the same thing at the end of the day. Like they're essentially the same thing.
0: <laughs> it's like a marketing tactic, like, right? Like, okay, how can we be, be sneaky? What is another word for sugar that we can use that people don't understand, you know? Exactly. Um, so I think that that's really um, important to note. What I believe you talked about, not selling your business. Is there a reason for that? Or am I mistaken for? No, that okay. is correct.
1: Um, this was not my intention when we first went into small seed. I was like, all right, sick. We're going to grow it out. We're going to sell it. We're going to like roll in money. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but the more that I really stepped into the food industry and the CPG industry, I just realized like how truly corrupt it really was. And how deep these, you know, eight to 10 corporations really have their, their fingers in every single thing that's in our grocery store, like from, you know, everything. It's so upsetting to me because I'm like, they just, they eat up all the little guys and that's what they Mm want to do. When you start getting too big, start taking up too much market share. They either want to buy you out. And if you Mm -hmm. say no, they're going to try to shut you down. And, and they do, they often do, they succeed because they have so much more money than small businesses. They Mm -hmm. often shut you down if you say no. So they really bully you into a corner. And these companies are the companies who use artificial flavoring. They're the companies that use these like DNA altering ingredients. They're the companies that use endocrine disruptors. Like they know what they're doing. And that's, what's Mm. so upsetting to me. I'm like, just make good products. Like just Mm. make good food, feed us food, stop feeding us chemicals. And Mm. then fine. I'd like Coca-Cola buy me, right? Like I'd let Kayla buy me. If you actually cared about your consumers, but you don't, you don't Mm. care about your consumers. And every single time they buy out a company, they change it. Like there has not been a single company where they buy it and they leave it the exact same. They're always going to slightly change it. So you buy a healthy product. They might buy buy a healthy product and they slightly change it to just because they care about pennies, right? Like they care about the money. At the end of the day, that's all they care about is the money. They really don't care about the consumer. So once I started realizing just like how corrupt this industry is and like how deep it goes, I'm like, I do not want to sell. Like, actually what I actually want to do is grow out small seeds so big that eventually we can be like one of those people that if a small company does want to buy or does want to sell, we can offer them, maybe not as much as Coca-Cola could offer them, but we could offer them a buyout. And we're gonna keep it the exact same. Like mm. I want people to have healthy options. I want people to have good options for everything without having to worry about, oh, what's in this natural flavor? Oh, what's in this ingredient, whatever it is? You know, it's like, is there is there glyphosate in these oats? Like all of these things that they don't care about. And that's what's so upsetting yeah. to me. I'm like, don't you eat this stuff? Like, do you not eat your own stuff at the supermarket? Like literally 80. Probably eighty, if not ninety percent, of the supermarket is owned by these same companies.
0: Yeah, the ones with and the big insane. dollars.
1: It's insane. So I'm like, I will never sell out. I'll go down <laughs> burning. I was like, me and my husband always joke. We're like, we will burn the whole fucking place. Sorry, I, I don't know if you're. a <laughs> are We will burn our whole place down. We'll we'll destroy everything before we sell. Because I'm like, I refuse to just be like another cog in their machine and just yeah, you know, I have this great product, like. People rely on it, it's healthy, it makes them feel good. And then they just take it and they destroy it. They put hmm. inflammatory ingredients in there. Like they put something that's gonna ruin the whole point of my product, you know. Right. So that's my personal belief. <laughs> I know yeah. you're in CBG too. So whatever no, you totally decide to do, but it's yeah, it's just such a corrupt industry. It's so upsetting to me because it's it's beyond, it's beyond our food world. Like it's beyond the food industry. Because you know, then these companies go and they're in our healthcare world, and then you know, they go. And they're in agriculture, and they yeah. go, and and they're in government. Yeah, they start getting into the government, and they start making these decisions. They're in the FDA, like the FDA doesn't even have. I don't like when things say they're FDA like approved or whatever. I'm like, I don't even trust that because right. I know the FDA. They also approve all this <laughs> other bullshit. Like, what are they, like? they don't <laughs> right. care about us, you know? Like, yeah. they don't, and that's that's what's sad. Because I'm like, we should be able to have these places. Like, what happened to monopoly? Like, I thought a monopoly was illegal, but suddenly, you know, all these companies literally own everything, and it's yeah. like sorry, I'm getting upset. It's such a, it's such a <laughs> You're passionate it to me because I'm like, I just like, I wish more people realized that like really the only vote that matters is the vote that you have with your money. So yeah. where you spend your money really matters. Like that's why it's so important to shop small. Like it's so important to support these businesses where like real people are behind them. Like, you know, like you, like I look at you and I'm like, all right, cool. I know like all the work you put into it. Yeah. Like I know how hard it's been for, small businesses to get where they are. Like you were saying, how many thousands of dollars they've lost trying to, trying to make these decisions, trying to learn these things. And like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, then these big corporations come in and they're just like, yeah, That was for great. Thank you. Good product, but we're going to change it a little bit. so And
0: we're going to (laughs) make it cheaper. And then you're going to buy more of it because you know, it's, it's cheaper. I think sometimes people look at things like, Oh, well, that's, it costs more. I'm going to go to the store and get it. But it's like, you don't realize that uh quality ingredients they do cost more you know and if you want to put all this crap into something of course it's going to be cheaper and yeah you're supporting a family when you buy from them you are supporting a dream um and then when you go to the store and you buy things off the shelf you're supporting a big business you know so it's different it's, if you think about like who is this money going to? Like it's going back into the business. It's going back into this family or whatever it is. I think that makes, um, a huge difference.
1: It definitely does. And you really get to like, see what your purchase does for the business, right? Like by sharing your product and then maybe your friend buys it or your family member buys it or whatever, like every single cent that comes into a small business matters. Like that's, that's putting food on the table. That's keeping the lights on. That's allowing us to send our kids to school, like whatever it yeah. may be. Like that is, that makes such a big difference in our lives, like versus these large corporations. I mean, they have thousands and thousands of employees and like, yeah, all of those employees are, their livelihood also relies on them being able to you know, bring money in and make sales. But I'm like, how much happier would they be being at a business that actually made a difference, that actually made a positive impact? Like Nobody wants to sell food coloring. Nobody wants to sell ADHD, right? Like, who wants to do that? No one. Right. You know, no one does. You know, so you're just yeah. in that, and you're selling it, and you're marketing it, and like, you can't feel good about yourself. You can't feel good about your business. But what if there was businesses like ours that were in there, and you could get excited about it? You could be completely behind the mission of the business. You would know that you're selling good food. Like, and our poor children. I mean, like, they are the worst marketed. They are marketed to be the worst <laughs> oh of gosh. them all. Like you go to the grocery store and like every single kid product is just filled with sugar yeah. and artificial. like, why does something need to be like neon green or something? Right. Like it's just, like artificial flavoring, like, Hey kid, don't you want to eat this? Like with a cartoon
0: or their favorite show or something on it. And, yes, like, and that's the other it. thing too. It's like
1: so <laughs> unfortunate. Cause then they're like, I want to, you know, like I want Peppa Pig or whatever it is. And we're like, sorry, like you can't have yeah. that. Like yeah. I know Peppa's on there. She, she doesn't even eat it herself. So <laughs> right. I'm like, Peppa doesn't even eat that. So I don't know why she's modeling on there.
0: <laughs> she, she's got bills to pay too. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> oh my gosh. So crazy. Depending on when you are listening to this, it is back to school time. And I am just wondering how we got to this point our oldest son is starting kindergarten and that means i am full of emotions but also trying to figure out how i am going to adjust to this new schedule i'm going to have to wake him up at the butt crack of dawn make sure he is fed make sure he has a proper nutrition and then also figuring out my nutrition but i know the cereal that I have created called Muesli will help make our lives so much easier. Muesli is a high fiber cereal that can be enjoyed cold or warm. I personally love it as cereal, cold cereal, with vanilla almond milk. And I've also been adding it to my yogurt with some peanut butter. I love it in a smoothie. I love to bake with it. And best of all, my kids enjoy it as well. If you're struggling too and trying to figure out what you're going to do to make your life easier, I highly suggest trying muesli. It has so many nutritional things in it, such as oats and three types of seeds you got chia you got hemp you got flax you have cinnamon and almonds and coconut flakes and it is so delicious and filling and so good for the whole family if you are wondering about what this muesli thing is all you have to do is head to www.mymuesli.com that's www.mymuesli.com and I will leave it in the show notes Okay. So what we talked about mistakes earlier, can you share like what's a mistake you've made with your business? Maybe you spent too much money on something. Maybe you had a product go bad, Uh, shipping problems. Is there anything you like want to share that maybe somebody else is going through this or they think that they're, you know, they're not doing it right. If they make mistakes. Um, so is there anything that you can like shine a light to and like normalize mistakes?
1: (laughs) Oh, mistakes are like our best learning. Like I think making mistakes are where we learn like our most solid information that will stay with us forever because it heightens our emotion. Right. When you make a mistake, you're like crushed in a way you're like, oh gosh. And because you're, you're, yeah, that's such a heightened emotional state that's going to stay with you forever. You're never going to make that mistake again. You're going to remember whatever it was for us. Thankfully, like I said, so my husband comes from a background in food, um, and they ship nationwide. So he's been doing all that shipping, but we have, um, made thousands of dollars of mistakes in packaging. We, I think our, our biggest mistake was Well, it happened twice. So we bought packaging that we were told was like the right size. All of this stuff from this company ended up coming in. It wasn't the right size. It didn't work with our machine. Um, we couldn't use it. It was like thousands. I think it was like 10,000 pieces of, and and for us, like at the time, like that was so much money to us. Like we, that it was just like thousands of dollars, right? Yes. Thousands of dollars that we did not have, like, we don't have thousands of dollars to <laughs> just throw to the side. Like right. that was everything to us. You know, we're living literally like every, every month, every month, It's like that really matters of how much we're bringing in and how much we're spending. And we plan this out for months before we drop money like that so that we can spend money like that and knowing it's going to come back in. But basically it was our fault. We got it overseas. The company sent it to us. It was not the right size. Like I said, not the right it didn't work with our machine. We couldn't use it. We tried to contact them to be like, Hey, this is wrong. You, t- you sold us the wrong stuff, blah, blah. They stopped communicating with us. We couldn't get a refund. It was just like horrible. So we, like, we were out like thousands of dollars of this stuff that we literally couldn't use. Then we had to find someone, you know, here, which that was like our biggest lesson. We're like, okay, like everything we do from now on, like we do it here with the guarantee that if something goes wrong, we can get a refund. Like, okay. don't be trying to, We were doing things, you know, because we're pinching our pennies, like we're trying to save the money that we can. And so we went the cheap route and we shouldn't have Mm -hmm. gone the cheapest route. We should have made sure that there was some type of insurance on it, that if anything went wrong, we had it. We could get that money back or we could send it back. But that was horrible. And then also there was a time period where I was like, I want us to be more eco-friendly, which I still do. Like, I want us to be more <laughs> eco-friendly. That's like a huge part of my life. Right. Like right. sustainability and stuff like that. So we were like, let's, I like convinced my husband, we need to do compostable packaging. Oh
0: my you know, gosh. Like,
1: oh, I don't want to. And I'm like, yes. Like this is going to be like, this is it. Like this is, this sets us apart. Like compostable packaging. Like this is great. We like tested it, made sure it actually composted like, and we started packaging our bars and then And then we started getting emails in about like, my bars are moldy. My bars are moldy. My bars are moldy. And we're like, no, like, no. So basically it was letting air in because, you know, it it's compostable. So it's not fluid through in there. We guarantee that our bars can be out of the fridge for up to 30 days. So people were leaving them out, leaving them in their car, whatever it may be, even in the fridge, they were going bad. Like these, oh no. so we spent thousands of dollars and, you know, it was even more money because I was trying to be eco-friendly and all this, like and my husband. So we had to pull it. Like we had to pull all of it and we just had to like eat it. And people were super pumped around us being like, yeah, eco-friendly. And I'm like, Hey guys, sorry, we can't do that anymore. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to figure it out still, but like, yeah, I'd rather not have like moldy bars all the time. And the worst was we sent it to a wholesale account and, um, the guy like wrote and he was like, Hey, like all of the bars are moldy. And I was like, like my stomach dropped to like the pit, like just like a pit in my gut. I was like, What and he sent pictures and I was like, (laughs) obviously didn't get that wholesale count. Like, oh, I think there's like something wrong with like shipping. I'm not sure. Like, we're still trying to figure it out. Like our packaging, like we just changed it over. Yeah, he was like, yeah, like why don't you like connect with me when like you get that all figured out? And like just never wrote to me again. I'm like,
0: oh, that's so frustrating. And
1: that was like another huge mistake. Packaging has been like our biggest stress as far as like actually making sure you know our product is good and different things like that. And we finally. I've recently found somebody who we can actually trust who are very good. They're super reliable. They're quick turnaround time. Like, and I think being able to find places that will do like smaller runs for you. Yeah. If you can work with them long-term because obviously we're a small business, we can't be getting like a million pieces at once. Like I'm like, I need like 5,000 pieces. I need 10,000 pieces. Like, Right. I can't be running like a mass. also we do a lot of different flavors. So we're never sure like what flavors, if it's a new flavor, we're not sure what's going to be popular. It's not gonna be popular. If we, if we order 10,000, if we ordered like 10,000 and then it's like an, a flop and we only sell 200, we're just sitting on all of that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. been, it's taken us five years, but we finally have found somebody who is extremely like easy and good to work with. And yeah, I think that as far as mistakes, Those have been our biggest financial
0: mistakes. That's a huge one. Packaging has been kind of interesting for me too, is like when I order it, sometimes it's like on back order and I don't have to, you know, I don't have it in time. And then sometimes like, um, there's like this little piece of like plastic. I'll get like hundreds of these bags and this one piece of plastics on this one edge. And I'm like, somebody's <laughs> going to cut themselves. So then I'm spending time going through cutting. each individual bag, cutting that one edge. So somebody isn't cut on the bag. Like it's just, you know, it's and just that's crazy. The,
1: that's like the other thing too. It's like, when it's just not reliable, like it's like, not like you're not getting the same product all yes. the time. And you're just like, well, I literally ordered this. I ordered hundred of these pages two months ago. And now I just got these and these are not even the same thing. Like, what are you sending me? Is this the same product?
0: (laughs) And then it creates an extra job that I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I didn't want to do this step, but now I'm making sure nobody's going to hurt themselves on this like bag. It's just, it's crazy. So
1: we used to hand label, like all of our packages. We recently just got them like printed. We used to hand label everything. And, um, sometimes like the stickers, like the labels would come with like this, I don't know what they do when they print them, but like like almost like powder, like baby powder or something oh. to make them like go like smoother on the run or something like that. And it would take so long to label because your fingers would be like like one sticker be like, okay, or sticker like and it would take you so long to, pe- to label every single every single pouch like and so but sometimes it'll come like that and then some of them would be like perfectly easy and you could batch out like a bunch and then some of them you'd be like okay sticker powder sticker like wipe my fingers sticker wipe my fingers like it's so frustrating it's so frustrating there's so many things that you're just like people really don't do like the little small annoying things that you're like this is how you know I love you guys. Cause I'm, right. cause you're cutting off a plastic piece, like of. <laughs> so how, like, knows how many packages you cut. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: you're just, so your many. eyes are drying
1: out like <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many. And I'm like, okay. Cause then sometimes I'll get the batch and it's like, great. And then sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, every <laughs> single bag I'm like, but I don't want a customer to get the product and then like open the bag and then cut themselves. Cause of how terrible would that be? You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh the only thing God. about buying from small businesses. We care. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we'll for sure. Cut off plastic corners so you don't cut your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to get into this question. Um, what has it been like to work with your husband? Has it been easy? How have you get, been able to like split up the job so like you guys stay in your own lanes? Have they have you? found that you know sometimes like the waters just become muddy and like what are we supposed to be doing here
1: (laughs) oh this is like this is almost brought us to a divorce like literally almost brought us to a divorce two years ago like we were at the brink like we had both kind of agreed on like it's either us or the business and like us is not working and if we want to keep the business going like we have a child like we just had we had my daughter at the time we're like we can't like, we've dumped thousands of dollars. Like everything is in this business. Like, and we both kind of made a decision. Like we choose the business instead of each other. Like it came to that point where we're just like, wow so we weren't talking, we weren't communicating. Like everything was about the business. Like it was so hard. I was in, I was like a new mom. I was still trying to navigate like motherhood and balancing work and being a mom. And like, Everything my husband was gone all the time because like back then it like the process to make our bars were so much longer, the packaging took so much longer. Like everything was just like so hard. Yeah. I do not like unless we're literally like I think we always joke about this too, because like we are complete opposites. Like anything you could possibly ever imagine of two people being complete opposites, that's us. Like that's me and my husband. Like <laughs> it's it's amazing that we've that. It's like what makes us work so well, but it's also like why we butt heads and we're both horses and we just like butt heads all the time. Cause we're so hard headed, like, and for the business, like we both just get so passionate about it, but back then it was really like, we weren't communicating. We weren't telling each other, like, this is what I need from you. Like, or I need time or Mm -hmm. like when you're spending time doing this, I don't get to do my work. And then I feel like I'm being stepped on. And then he's like, I'm just literally living at the kitchen, like making bars 24 seven. Like you don't appreciate that. that I'm like there all the time. I don't get to see our daughter. Like he doesn't even remember the first year of her life because he was just gone all the time. Like so busy. And it really took us like to essentially like that breaking point of being like, we hate each other. Like we were, we're fine business partners. Like all we are, are business partners. Cause like, we're barely a couple, we parent together, but barely parent together. Like, and being like, okay, like let's sit down. Like, let's give this like really one more try. Like this is this, if we don't, if we can't make it work now, like, then we agree. Okay, fine. Like it's the business then. Mm -hmm. But it was like a lot of work to get to that place and just like really being able to talk to each other again and communicate with each other and set those clear lines of like, this is your job. I'm not going to step into your place. This is my job. I'm not going to step into like, I'm going to do my work and like whatever falls into your category. Like, I'm going to assume that you're taking care of it. I don't Mm want to have to be like harassing you about it. I don't want to have to check. Like, did you write back to customers? Like whatever it is, like that's in your, that's in your job description like mm-hmm. that's your job. You take care of it and really setting up like, like days that, okay, you're right. We're at the kitchen all the time. So like, so COVID was definitely like, uh, it really sucked because it almost like derailed our business, but it also really gave us the time to like reconnect as a couple and reconnect as like parents to our daughter and be able to take a step back. Cause we were growing so rapidly at that point that like, we didn't really have time for ourselves. And when COVID Mm -hmm. happened, a lot of our, a lot of our wholesale locations shut down. And so we slowed down in business. So it was kind of almost like, it was like a blessing in disguise because we'd be financially at a different place if COVID never happened, but I don't know if we'd be together, like, Mm. because we just were not in a good place. And so it really gave us that time to like, okay, let's set this up. Like, what do we need to be doing? Let's set days where it's like, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays are your day. I'll just stay. I'll be with like Opal all day long. Cause we also don't do daycare. We have a babysitter and stuff like that, but like we don't do daycare or anything like that. It's just us. So it's yeah. really like if one parent's not there, I'm like always begging my parents, like, please come move here. <laughs> come move in with yes. me. <laughs> I can take care of my kids. So I can get work Yeah, like so it was just it took us basically getting to that breaking point and being like, we need to set parameters on like what, cause you know, we're both good at different things. And like I said, I'm oftentimes like in my own world of like this non-reality of like, I think everything's great. I think people are great. Like, I think the world is great. I think everything's going awesome. And my yeah. husband's like, Hey, like, let's bring it down. Like what's actually happening. Like, are we doing like, Like, what do we need with the business? He does like all the financial stuff. So oftentimes I'm like, we're doing great. Like we have like all these new customers, like I'm on social, like I see all these people tagging us and he's like, yeah, but like, we also just had to drop this much money on packaging. We also just had to drop this much money on ingredients. So like, you may think we're doing good, but we literally just spent like 15 K over here. And now we have 2000 in the bank, like, and we weren't pulling money for ourselves. like, we sold a car so we could use that to and we sold our house in Raleigh so that we could use the money. Like we sold our house in Raleigh and bought a cheaper house here so that we could use the money from the sale. Like, and we finally actually just pulled from the business because we were like at a place where, I mean, we really ran out of money of like our own personal stuff, but, and that was like a super stressor for us, but yeah, working with your partner, if you are not like at the most stable most like and I know other couples who work with their partner and they're either going through what we went through or they've gone through what we went through. Mm-hmm. I honestly have not heard a single person who have worked with their partner and been like that was suit like this is so fun this is so easy like any partner right it just so happens to be like you're even more entangled when it's your husband or wife right because or your partner because you have the family like you have more obligations than just like this is my business partner. But even with business partners, I mean, there's oftentimes like so much struggle in just finding like what works and being able to openly communicate and actually tell the person the truth or tell the person like, hey, you're not showing up. How I need you to be showing up or like you said you were gonna do this, but you didn't do it. Like, what's going on? Can I help? Do you need help? Do you need like less? Mo-? Like, you know what I mean? And so I yeah. think being able to have those conversations and be really truthful with each other, it was like we needed that. That was really what we needed, and we've been great ever since. But yeah, it almost I don't, I don't suggest anybody working with their partner it literally almost brought us to divorce. Like it was, and we were like, when we had our, when we just had our son, we were like, okay, like getting super ready to like go through the craziest shit again. We're like, are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Like, we're good,
0: <laughs> right? like okay, what can we be talking about? Like, is there anything we need on the table? Like what's going on? Like, well, you're raising small to very- kids too. Like that is so stressful in itself. And then you have the the financial stuff of it, right? Like, cause you guys are both all in Uh, and then you got you know, there's communication things and it's just, yeah, that, that would be a lot, a lot. So
1: it's a lot. And being that like, we're so different from each other, it was just like we really weren't getting, like, we weren't, we weren't coming to each other's level to, like, really meet in the middle and talk, like, and I think it was just, yeah, like, we also weren't making time for ourselves, like, just to be a couple, like, we yeah. were business partners, and we were parents, and, like, we didn't have a date night for, like, over a year, like, we weren't doing anything, like, we were just, like, all in, like, super focused on the business and stuff like that, so that's why, like, COVID really was a blessing in disguise, because it, it allowed us to have time to, like, slow down and really, like, focus on ourselves again and be, like, okay, Like, this is really what we want. And if we want to make it work, like we have to be able to work together, be parents together, be a couple together. Like we can't just, otherwise we're just business partners, you know?
0: Right. Right. So where do you see your company going? Like, is there anything on the horizon that you're super excited about? Where do you see your business in the next five years? Oh,
1: I mean... (laughs) just continuing to grow. Like we've been on the slow steep, of like just continuing to grow, grow, grow. And that's just been super exciting. Um, and I just like, I just want to be reaching more and more people, like more people finding like really nutrient dense, healthy food that just like literally changes the way that they feel about certain things and allows them to eat healthy when they're in a pinch, when they're crunched. And I think, you know, hopefully having a location where at that point we have employees. I mean, if we don't have employees in five years, I'm going be like, just kidding. What are we you know? doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Just take my life out. <laughs> I can't do this but, anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, you know like that you know like that thing online that's like I can't do this anymore it's like you've been doing it for 20 seconds <laughs> have you seen that? yes <laughs> that's like me though but like for like 10 years I'm like I can't do this
0: anymore. oh my god that's um, so true <laughs> but
1: yeah I just really like in a We are very focused right now on direct to consumer and just reaching people online so that, like, we're the touch point for people and people get to know us when they get to know small seed. Um, We've really like redirected our focus from wholesale. Of course, like local wholesale locations are great, but I'm sorry, my computer's about to die and I'm legit the worst person. Um, Hold on one second.
0: Okay, you're fine.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, we've really redirected our focus from. Wholesale to just reaching our consumers directly. And I mean, maybe in five years at that point, you know, we're at a different place with wholesale. But if not, I'm also totally cool to just always be able to like reach out and hold hands with my
0: customers. Yeah. No, that's so cool. That's so cool. So where can listeners find you?
1: So, Small C Bar is um, Instagram, Facebook. We're on TikTok, which I hate guys. Um, so hard. I hate TikTok. I'm old. Like, I cannot be on there, but we're doing it because apparently you have to be on there, right? That's why I started
0: one. (laughs) They're telling me the podcast. Do I do any business stuff on there? No. i have just, I'm people to see me as a bad mom on there.
1: (laughs) It's like, um, yeah, but Lord help me if, like, that's where social media goes because I'm not prepared for it to go there, but we're on there, small C bar on there as well. So, Um, that's right. And my personal one, which is mostly just mom stuff is holly.mckinnon on Instagram.
0: Awesome. And we are giving uh, listeners today some kind of discount for your small seed bars, correct? Uh,
1: yes. 50% off your first order. And we just did it, uh, BYV
0: 15. Ooh, that is very generous. BYV. Yes. Become your vision. vision. B Y V 15. Is that what you said? Correct. Yay. So awesome. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great conversation. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, of course. And you guys make sure you share this episode, tag a friend, even if you don't have a business, is there anything that you learned from this? Maybe you're going through something with your fitness journey or your marriage or whatever it is. We're all on different journeys uh, share it with a friend, tag us on social media helps so much. And when you purchase any of our products, you are supporting families and our dream. And just remember that. So thank you, Holly, for, for being here.
1: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, of course. And you guys remember you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today.